Maligayang uh, pagbati pong muli sa inyong mga tumutunghay sa ating telecast o sa ating uh, podcast ng Living and uh, Energetic Award. <clears throat> sa pagkakataong pong ito ay nais ko namang uh, uh, to prayerfully teach all of you on the subject of authority. On our last four episodes, I basically discussed to you what uh, what uh, faith is. Of course, it's not exhaustive, but I think it's a good start. So this time, uh, nais ko pong uh, iangkat sa ating uh, pagtalakay yung paksaan ng authority. But not just authority, but how to walk in authority. Dahil marahin po akong uh, kilalang man ng palataya, they don't really know what... Uh, that authority that was given to them by Jesus Christ is for. Para bang isang uh, politician, meron siyang authority based on the election result to change a nation, to change a city, or to change his uh, town for good. But then some of these politicians doesn't know what their authority is for. So some fell into temptation and begin to use their authority to accumulate wealth. Some of them get corrupted. Therefore, it was a misuse of authority. Ganon din po sa ministry. Ako po bilang pastor was uh, given by God a certain level of authority. Well, number one, we are authorized by the Lord to call men to repentance and to the obedience of the faith. Pero marami pong mga manggagawa o lingkod ng Panginoon ang ginagamit ang kanilang otoridad para magtamasa ng pangsariling kaligayahan. At hindi na po nila isinasaalang-alang ang kapakanan ng katawan ni Kristo. Kaya nga, I remember in the, in the seminary in the Philippines when I was trying to uh, matriculate my MDiv, in one of the courses, binanggit po ng uh, aming tagapagturo na ang isang pastor na mayroong master's degree, ang kanyang educational level ay uh, parang isang lawyer. Kaya nga part of the hiring process is is uh, negotiation on how much salary is going to get. Well, I am not saying it is wrong totally, but what I'm saying is that is not what my God-given authority is for. Now, God will provide and all of that, but it is not for personal profit. Kaya nga pinagbabawalan po sa Biblia yung tinatawag nating filthy lucre. So, I pray that as we discuss this uh, subject right now, that the eyes of our understanding will be opened and we will begin to walk in the uh, real purpose why authority was given to us by Jesus Christ. Now, Nung si Kristo po ay dumating dito sa lupa, ay maliwanag po ang kanyang layunin. Siya po'y nangangaral that the kingdom of God is here. Even John the Baptist proclaimed that. So the real purpose is for the kingdom of God to be here. Yun po ang layunin ng Panginoon ever since the Garden of Eden, ever since creation. Now the fall of Adam and Eve uh, and the commitment of higher treason against God they lost that authority. 
at uh, sabi po ni Pablo sa kanyang sulat sa mga Telkorinto, the God of this age is now Satan. And what he did is blind people so they would not see. What is it that uh, Satan doesn't want us to see? We will discuss that. Now, when Jesus left, he gave us uh, authority from the Great Commission passage. Now, we are not we are not living under that mandate uh, to go and make disciples of all ethnic groups on the face of the earth just for the sake of going. We are, we are actually told not only to go, but to go in authority. Okay, so when we go and spread the gospel, there is a corresponding authority behind it. So the purpose is actually the kingdom of God. That's the main thing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, tayo po'y nabubuhay sa mga prophetic times. We are living in prophetic times. The world now is so unsettled, unsure, and insecure. Tumingin po tayo sa Europa. Ngayon, ang balita sa Afghanistan ay uh, magkakaroon ng uh, overtake from the Taliban. That's why England, US, they are sending forces right now to make sure it doesn't happen because then all the war efforts will be uh, for nothing. So everything is very insecure. There are news about uh, developing new strains of COVID. So the things that we thought before were very solid turn out to be standing on the foundations of sand. Look, even our churches that we can imagine in the past will always be meeting on the day of the Lord has now, some of them has not met for over a year. And uh, one of the reasons why they have not met for over a year is basically fear. It can't be faith. Because if it is a faith, the Bible clearly tells us not to forsake the gathering of the assemblies together. But some of our fellow believers are very comfortable not gathering. Now, I gather that there are some uh, restrictions being given by the government, but nonetheless, we have to remember that uh, in the past, like for example, even in the present, the communist governments and the anti-Christian governments has been, has been forbidding Christians from meeting, and when they meet, it's at the threat of death. However, yung pong ating mga kapatid sa panampaltaya sa mga ganong bansa ay patuloy pong uh, nagtitipon-tipon. Kaya hindi natin pwedeng sabihin na, well, baka mahawa, magkasakit, mamatay, because the church has always been under the threat of death, but but the faith community has always managed to gather. Now, I'm not after your uh, belief, assist, belief on this area or what, but I'm after the operation of the authority that was given to us. Authority over sickness and disease. My goodness, Nung bang tayo binigyan ng Panginoon ng authority over sickness and disease, does it exclude COVID-19 and its different uh, strains? Of course not. We have The church has gone through all kinds of pestilence like this, especially the Black Plague, uh, the bubonic plague uh, during the times of John G. Lake. They did, not, they did not back out from this. And that was worse than COVID-19. However, my lamentation is, I have seen a lot of uh, Christian leaders back away from this, a lot of Christians. So that made me decide that I think it's about time for us 
to once again look into the subject of authority. Magsimula po tayo doon sa Great Commission. New King James Version, Matthew chapter 28, starting on verse 18. Tunghayan po natin ito sa ating mga Biblia. It doesn't matter what your version is. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Isa po sa mga bagay-bagay na ating maobserbahan is that the enemy is able to blind even those who are in the faith. Meron po siyang kakayahang bulagin, ultimong yung mga nasa panampataya. He blinds them so that they would not see what kind of authority they have in Christ. Binubulag po. Alam po, mayroong mga iglesia o denominasyon na niniwala na ang pagbibigay ng banal na spirit ng kanyang mga kaloob o gifts of the spirit ay tumigil at the end of the second century. Abay, napakaliwanag naman po na wala sa Biblia yan. Huwag na po tayong magkunakunwari. Wala po sa Biblia talaga yan. Subalit, how many millions of Christians are blinded to that? Ngayon, sabihin ng iba, well, you know, that God is sovereign so He can still give the gifts of the Spirit to whoever they, He wants. But then, yung mga tao po nagsabing gano'n, to whoever He wants, they exclude themselves from that. Para bang sa healing. Well, God can heal anybody whom He wants, but not just me. Of course, hindi nila sabihin, not just me. But the way they live is, they are not among those whom God will heal. What is that? By whose stripes we were healed? Is that an exclusive club? O ito po ba ay para sa lahat ng mga nanampalataya? Well, we have to accept it is for all who believe. But there is this blindness. Isa po sa mga dapat nyong uh, tingnan sa inyong pag-aal ng Biblia is the effect of the blindness that the enemy is putting in the eyes of those who believe so they would not see what they have in Christ. Dito po sa 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 uh, to 4, binabanggit po ni Pablo, but even if our gospel is veiled, look at this, natatabingan, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds, the God of this age, has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Abay, binabanggit po rito na ang dapat, ang mga blinded lang, ay yung mga hindi na nampataya, those who are perishing. Sila po yung pangunahing tarheta uh, ng uh, kaaway para bulagin. Subalit maraming pong mga supposedly mahanampataya ang nagpapabulag. Para bang yung mga magulang pagka pinagsasabihan yung kanilang mga anak na babae. Dahil yung anak na babae nila mayroong kadate na, na tamad, siraulo, walang pinag-aralan, walang trabaho, walang pera. Nasabihin ng kanilang ama, Anak, ano bang nakita mo sa halaking yan? Bakit nagustuhan mo? Yun nga po, maling tanong yun, anong nga nakita mo? Wala pong nakita, sila po'y bulag. 
dahil kung ikaw ay normal na nag-iisip, eh bakit mo naman i-dedate yung isang lalaki na walang trabaho, uh, tamad, yung iba hindi pa manamprataya? Uh, bakit mo naman uh, makikipag-date sa ganong tao? You know, but that is that is a, a question that is a non-question. Anak, ano bang nakita mo? Mali po mga ama. Wala silang nakita dahil sila'y nabulagan. And that is one of the ways by which uh, a person's life can be destroyed. And you have to remember that uh, the author of destruction is the devil. Now, una po nating i-consider ang, isa sa, ang, ang mga basics o mga pangunahing bagay patungkol sa authority. Now, let's understand what divine authority is. Unang-una, divine authority is delegated for a reason. Yung layunin po, ito po'y layunin ng otoridad kung bakit ito'y binigay sa atin. Abuse of authority is real. Okay? Yung pong pag-abuso sa authority is when you use it for something that it is not intended for. Okay? Kapag ginamit mo ang isang bagay na taliwas sa, sa, sa kanyang layo din, ito po'y corruption. Alimbawa, yung binabangit ko na sa pasimula ng ating, at, ng ating podcast. A government official is running for office to serve, not to be served. Kaya nga sa kampanya, sinasabi niya ganyan, nais ko po kayong paglingkuran, iayos ang inyong mga pamumuhay at ang inyong mga kalakal. Yun po ang layunin noon. Kayo ipagtanggol sa mga kaaway. Yun po ang layunin. Subalit, abuse of authority is when you begin to use that position for personal gain. Halimbawa, bribery, the Bible says, destroys a nation. Maraming pong government official nagpapalagay. Well, it, is, it destroys a nation. So that is already contrary to your intended purpose and to the reason why the people gave you authority. Therefore, it is an abuse of authority. Kaya nga po pag ginagamit nyo, ang inyong otoridad sa mga bagay-bagay na hindi ito tinalaga ng Panginoon, ito po'y pag-abuso sa inyong authority. Now, <clears throat> hindi nyo po pwedeng gamitin yung authority niyan to bend, ignore, or dismiss human will. Dahil yung, yung pong authority na ibigay sa atin ng Panginoon, it does not negate free will and the power of everyone to make their own choices. Kaya sabi ng ibang uh, magagawa ng payon, Well, in the name of Jesus, by the authority given to me, don't do that. Well, you, you will notice uh, pastors, for example, panay ang sabi niyo sa mga congregation niyo, in Jesus' name, don't sin, but they still sin. Okay? And sometimes you will be counseling your people towards a certain direction in their life, in their lives, but they will not follow it, meaning their free will is there. So the use of authority cannot be to bend ignore or dismiss human will. Kaya nga, you must stay within the word or within the specific purpose or reason for which authority was given. Unang-una, authority is for rulership or dominion. Kaya nga, authority. The authority of Adam and Eve is for rulership or 
dominion. Go and have dominion over the earth. Rule over everything. Birds of the air, the fish of the sea, every moving and creeping thing. Now in the scriptures, <coughs> there are spirits called authority. There, ito po yung mga uh, spirito that are in charge of governmental type of leadership in the spirit world. They could be in charge of cities, nations, or towns. Kaya sa Bible, may kita po natin halimbawa na there is a prince of Persia. He was a demon power in charge of Persia. Michael is uh, the angel assigned over uh, the country of Israel. Nung pong 50s, when Dr. Lester Samuel came to the Philippines and he delivered Clarita Villanueva from demon possession. Sabi po ni Clarita Villanueva, meron pong dalawang demonyo na lumabas sa kanyang katawan. And after that, revival broke out in the Philippines. So Lester Samuel believe that those two demons were the authorities over the Philippines, if not over the city of Manila. Okay? So it's for rulership. Kaya mga pastor, meron tayong authority halimbawa. Well, we rule our congregations. Deacons doesn't have the authority to run the church. Patuloy ko pong liliwanagin yan. Ang tanging may authority to run the church is the pastor, not the deacons. God doesn't rule anything by committee, but by His man. Sa mga sambahayan po, the one given by the authority to uh, rule the family is the husband. The husband is the help of the wife. Now, in modern times, meron pong mga nag-tweet-tweet niyan at sinasabing ganyan, well, because they are one husband and wife. Wrong. Sabi po sa Biblia, the wife should submit to the husband. Wala po kayong mahikitang the husband should submit to the wife. Ang nakalagay po, the husband should love the wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Ang sinasabi ng ibang tao, well, prior to that verse, submit to one another. Iba pong paksa iyon. Okay? Matuto po tayong magbasa ng ating mga Biblia, hindi yung kung ano lang ang dumating sa isip natin ay hindi natin isinasaalang-alang ang context. So, kanya-kanya pong authority. Now, maraming Pastor, they surrendered their authority to the deacons. Like there are a lot of husbands who surrendered their authority to their wives. Well, that is not strange because uh, Adam surrendered his authority to Satan, okay? And uh, even submitted for a while to Eve in obeying, in eating the fruit of the knowledge, uh, that of the, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Kaya nangyayari po talaga yan. Kaya not because God gave you authority means you will be using it. Some people just surrender it. Okay? <clears throat> authority is also for execution or implementation of the will of the giver of authority. Kaya po, if you are under authority, you are not doing whatever you want. You are doing whatever the one who gave you the authority wants. Kaya nga tayo bilang mga lingkod ng Panginoon, we are under authority. Whose authority? God Himself. Okay? So it is not our will, but His will. Kaya yung iba, uhaw sa kapangyarihan at uh, nagtatapang-tapangan at nagdudunong-dunungan, utos dito, utos doon, na parabang lahat ng gusto nila ay dapat gawin ng tao. No. The authority that we are given 
is to execute the will of God, to implement the will of God. This authority, therefore, is duty-bound and time-bound. Okay? Duty-bound and time-bound. Ano, ano pong ibig sabihin ito? <coughs> Yung pong mga rulers, they end their rule. Nag, nagtatapos po ang kanilang authority. Alamabawa, presidente ka. Si President Duterte ay uh, huling taon niya na ngayon sa pagiging pangulo. Well, it will end. He is a man of authority right now, but it will end. Even if it's a, a monarchy, naghari ang isang hari ng dalawampu o apat na pung taon, he will die, so it will end. So, their authority ends. The Great Commission, for example, will end one day. Okay? The moment uh, we go to heaven, we will no longer be evangelizing. There is no more Great Commission. Therefore, the authority delegated to us relative to the Great Commission ended. Okay? So, meron pong end yun. Tayo pong mga may asawa. The authority of a man uh, as ruler of the house will end. Okay? Now, yung ibang tao, akala nila pagka naging 18 anyos na, ang kanilang mga anak ay nag-end na yung authority. Mali! Hindi ko alam saan lupalop ng mundo yung nakuha yung ganyang ideya. Alam ko dito sa West, ay uh, pag dumating sa 18 anyos ang mga anak, ang gusto mga magulang ay umalis sa bahay. Wala po sa Biblia yon. Kung gusto nyo gawin yon, desisyon nyo yon. Pero wala po sa Biblia yon. In fact, wala pong indication sa Biblia that the authority of the man over his children ends when they get married. In fact, you will find the ongoing relationship taking place between the father and his children till the day he dies. Look at uh, Jacob. He even summoned his uh, children and prophesied over them on his deathbed. Okay? He's still exercising authority. Kaya nga yung mga monarchy na mamatay na yung hari, mayroong huling bilin, ay sinusunod pa rin ng mga anak. You see, that's why uh, death may end things, but uh, authority, authority is more extensive than we even imagine. Okay, authority is not the same as getting the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Yung pong pagdating ng banal na Espiritu sa ating mga puso, it did not give us fullness of authority. It's a different blessing. Sa katunayan po, the believer's authority already existed <coughs> even before seeking the fullness of the Spirit. When Jesus gave the great commission to the apostles in Matthew chapter 28, Acts chapter 2 has not happened yet. Obviously, because Jesus was still there. Now, this explains why even those who did not receive the fullness of the Spirit exercises authority or have authority. I can give you examples upon examples of ministers now, they were surprised uh, by the authority that the Lord opened their eyes in uh, even before they received the fullness of the Spirit. Look, one of the most uh, fabulous authors on faith is E.W. Kenyon. This guy prayed for thousands of people and got them healed. I mean, his teachings on, on faith is unequal to this day. But he doesn't believe in speaking in tongues. 
He thought it's over. But he exercised great authority. Okay? The fullness of the Spirit enlightens and empowers a believer. But the fullness of the Spirit is not the source of authority. Okay? For example, those who are, who are anointed to sing or to give. Now, they don't have the authority to do other works of authority. Yun lang po ang kanilang uh, no, uh, calling. Sabi po sa Biblia, those, who, those of giving, let him give uh, generously. Okay? So ito po yung ministry din. Authority also is not just prevailing prayer. Listen to what I just said. It is not just prevailing prayer o nananaig na panalangin. <clears throat> now, there are those who are very intense in their prayer but get but doesn't get any result now that is that is uh the results i'm referring to are results concerning authority alimbawa kung uh, authority is prevailing prayer uh, then all politicians or christian politicians they can pray and they will be guaranteed to win ilang politician na po ang inyong ilang christian politician na po ang inyong narinig na sabi lang yon sila'y tinawag ng Panginoon. Subalit natalo. Okay? I mean, I can even give you names right now, but I won't because they're still alive. We know this is not the case. Okay? So it's not just prevailing prayer. So let's uh, proceed uh, to our next point on understanding power and authority. Now let's look at uh, Luke chapter 10, <coughs> excuse me, verse 19. Tunghayan po natin. Behold, <clears throat> I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I mean, that's a powerful passage. Over all the power of the enemy, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, there are two words here that we need to, to differentiate. Unang-una yung authority. Nanggaling po ito sa Greek word na exousia. Other translations still translates it as power. But actually, exousia is authority. The second word is dunamis. This is power. Dito po kina, natin kinuha yung, yung uh, word na dynamite. Okay? Yung pong uh, common illustration isang ay isang police officer he has the authority to stop all vehicles in a traffic however i don't care how big the police officer is he doesn't have any power to stop the vehicle at all he can be run over okay he can be run over yung may power para stop yung vehicle yung driver Pag siya'y umapak sa brake. So he has the power to do it. The one with the authority to stop him is the police officer. So in that passage from Luke 10.19, the authority delegated to us includes over all, okay, over all the power of the enemy. I mean, it includes sickness and disease, oppressions, depressions, Troubles, financial woes, uh, 
o family destruction, over all the power of the enemy. Ano po mang ginagawa ng kaaway? We have authority over that. Therefore, it also recognizes that the enemy has power. However, it was overpowered by the authority delegated to us. Para bang halimbawa isang uh, sundalong uh, war-tested, maskulado, talagang papatay. Yes, this kind of power. But a newly graduate from college lieutenant has more authority than him. Okay? So, power can be overpowered by an authority. Well, ako yung lieutenant, ikaw ay uh, sargento lamang. Kahit na yung lieutenant hindi pa nakikipagdigma kahit minsan, he still has more authority over by the, by the, by the sergeant. Now, the sergeant, of course, can go crazy and, and just try to overpower him. But he cannot over-authority him. Okay? Now, the value of uh, any authority depends on the one delegating it. May bisa lang po ang ating otoridad Depende kung sino ang nagbigay sa atin ng otoridad na yan. Let's take for example, an ambassador. I'll tell you this by observation, the ambassador of the US has more power and voice over an ambassador, say, from the Philippines. Why? Well, who gives the authority to the US, to the US ambassador? And who gives authority to the Philippine ambassador? Well, the one who gives authority to the U.S. ambassador is the U.S. president. The one who gives authority to the Philippine ambassador is the Philippine president. And obviously, by by comparison of wealth and military power, U.S. has more over the Philippines. Therefore, mas nakikinig po ang mga U.N. delegates sa, sa tinig ng galing sa Amerika kaysa sa tinig ng galing sa Pilipinas. Now, of course, unless uh, some people open their eyes and begin to say, well, listen, we have equal voice on the halls of the United Nations. But even even us, we are intimidated by those who seems to have more. Ngayon, a believer in spiritual warfare must know this. Iangkup po natin ito sa ating uh, uh, spiritual warfare, okay? We need to realize the power behind our own authority. The power behind our authority is Jesus Christ. He is the one to whom all power <coughs> and authority has been given. Wala na pong mag- mas tataas pa kay Kristo. Everything is under Him. Okay? Wala na pong mas mataas pa kay Kristo. At si Kristo po ang nagbigay ng authority sa atin. Now, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, <coughs> let me read this to you. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against powers po yung Greek word na exousia, meaning against authorities. <coughs> against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, para, uh, para to defeat or, or uh, para talunin 
itong mga spiritual forces na laban sa atin o salungat sa atin, ay kinakailangan pong matutuhan natin kung paanong gamitin ang authority na ibinigay sa atin. Dapat rin po nating malaman na on our own, we cannot match the power of the enemy. On our fallen state. Okay? Bilang mga tao ngayon na nanggaling kay Adan, pagkatapos niyang bumagsak, we cannot match the power of the enemy. I have encountered demon-possessed people with phenomenal strength and agility. Okay? However, with Jesus, who is above all and over all, we can overcome all of our enemies. Natandaan ko yung mga anak ko nang lumalaki. Well, meron pa rin akong maliit na anak. Kapag yung maliit kong anak ay hindi niya kaya yung kanyang kuya, okay, lalapit sa akin, Papa, pwede bang sabihin mo kay, kay kuya? Kasi, nanliliit sa sarili niya. So, he, he knows that he cannot match the power of the kuya. Now, because I have the authority in the house, uh, the kuya obeys what I say. You know, and it becomes fun for the weak, youngest one. Because he knows how to work within that authority. Kaya on our own, we can do nothing. Kaya nga sabi sa Biblia, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Kaya pong mga manampatay, wag po kayong magpapaloko doon sa mga sapatos na may nakalagay na I can do all things. Uh, wala po sa Biblia yung I can do all things. Ang nakalagay po sa Biblia, I can do all things through Christ. Pag inalis nyo po si Kristo, the first part is useless. Okay? So, ma-overcome po natin lahat ng ating kaaway because of who is giving us the authority and that is Jesus Christ. Now, let's look at some pertinent scriptures. Okay, and let's consider them. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 starting on verse 15. I will read up to verse 23. Okay, Epeso 1, 15 hanggang 23. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of His calling, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who believe according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things for the church which is his body 
the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now, what is authority that was conferred to us who believe? Unang-una po, the power that is working in us right now, according to verse 19, is the same power that brought the resurrection. Okay? Maliwanag po yun. The same power that brought the, uh, the resurrection. Now, the resurrection was brought by the exceeding greatness of His power. Kaya yung power pong uh, ibinigay sa atin ay tinatawag ng iba yan na resurrection power. Dahil ito po ang nagpabuhay na maguli sa ating uh, Panginoong Jesus. Okay? That is an amazing power. Okay? <clears throat> now, ito po yung nasa, nasa verse 19. Okay? Now, <clears throat> yung pong power na yon it is working in us right now. Okay? It is working in us right now. What is interesting in that passage that we read is a prayer for knowledge for the believers. Yung pong uh, panalangin ni Pablo para magkaroon ng kaalaman ang mga manampaltaya. Sa mga katulad, ito po'y panalangin para sa mga tao na they have everything. Isn't that, amazing? Isn't that amazing? They have everything in Christ. We have everything in Christ. Yet, the Ephesians don't know it. Yet, we don't know it. Therefore, Paul must pray for them to have this knowledge and understanding. Para bang halimbawa, ikaw ay uh, citizen ng Pilipinas. Abay, dapat alam mo ang inyong mga karapatan. If you don't know it, how can you operate in it? Okay? How can you operate operate in it? Marami pong mga manampataya, they don't even know how to pray. Because they don't know what the will of God is and they don't know what their authority is. O Panginoon, kung inyong pong kalooban, ako inyong pagalingin. Eh, nakalagay na nga sa Biblia na by stripes we were healed. Abay, nalatay na po si Kristo. Nilatayan na pinarusahan na, namatay na, nabuhay na mag-uli. And then, you will be asking, Lord, if it's your will, please heal me. What do you mean by if it is your will? It's His will. Kaya nga, si Kristo, uh, He was, he was uh, stricken. He was whipped for, for, for uh, sabi ng iba, 39 times, but it was a Roman who whipped Him. So, it's over 40 times. By whose stripes, by whose stripes we were healed. Okay? Ibig sabihin, para bang, Jesus died for our sins. Lord, if it's your will, save me. What kind of prayer is that? Kalooban nga ng Panginoon na iligtas tayo, tanggapin mo na lang si Kristo. Manampalataya ka na lang. At kapag ikaw ay tumanggap kay Kristo, manampalataya ka na siya ay namatay at sa ikatlong araw siya ay nabuhay na maguli, ikay maliligtas. Ganun din po yun. Manampalataya na lang kayo na sa pamamagitan kanyang mga latay, tayo nagsigaling na. Okay? The price for our healing has already been paid. Kaya gustong-gusto ko yung uh, sinabi ng isang manampaltaya. Sabi niya ganyan, I don't care if I die with all sickness and disease in my body. I'm still going to die believing 
that by His stripes I am healed. Yun po ang pananampalataya. And it's amazing. We have everything in Christ, yet we don't know it. Sabi rin po nga ni Pablo, na pinapanalangin nila sila, after I heard about your faith. Okay? Now, this brings us back to verses 3 to 14 on what we just read. They have received spiritual blessings. They were sealed with the Spirit. Narinig po ni Pablo ang patungkol sa kanilang panampalataya at pag-ibig para sa mga kapatiran. Ibig sabihin, our faith can be noised or heard and also our love. Marili, mapapahinggan po ng ibang tao uh, ang patungkol sa ating panampalataya. That's why we call some people, oh, that's, that's a man of faith. We heard about it. Now, since Paul is addressing the Ephesians, this is a community of faith. <coughs> community of faith is, uh, which means, ito pong gantong uri ng panampataya uh, is uh, something that the community is identified by. Alimbawa, pag sinabi yung gano'n na kayo Pentecostal, what are you identified for? Speaking in tongues, gifts of the Spirit, di ba? Pag ikaw ay uh, Baptist, what are you identified for? Well, uh, faith in salvation in Jesus Christ, water baptism, all of those things, you know. So this is not just any faith. This is faith in Jesus. This is an ongoing faith. Sila po'y nagpasimula at sila nagpapatuloy. <coughs> Hindi lamang po napakinggan ni Pablo ang patungkol sa kanilang panampaltaya Naulinigan din po niya ang patungkol sa kanilang pagmamahal sa mga manampartaya. Faith has vertical and horizontal direction to God and to the church. To God, vertical, to the church, horizontal. Now, this love, the Greek word is agape, which is the supreme kind of love, is the kind that seeks to give rather than to possess. Yun pong agape. It seeks to give rather than to possess. Ito po'y uri ng pagmamahal that always seeks the highest good or the will of God for the one loved. Alimbawa, kung ang inyong uh, boyfriend ay sabi sa inyo, ikaw ay aking mahal, kaya mag-sex na tayo. Hindi po talaga kayo mahal noon ang gusto. Alam niyo bakit? Because agape seeks the highest good or the, the will of God for the one loved. Kaloobong ba ng Panginoon doon sa inyong nobya na sila'y magkasala dahil sa kalokohan nyo? Abay, hindi. So if you seek uh, for that woman to sin against God because of your lust, then you don't love her that much. Okay? Ganon din po sa mga anak. Mahal ko ang aking mga magulang, pero masuwa, masuya, masuwayin naman kayo. Hindi kayo tumutulong sa mga gawaing bahay. Pag pinaghuhugas kayo ng pingga at pinaglalabas, sabihin nyo, meron kayong Bible study. Eh, huwag na tayong maglukuhan. Okay? Nakikita nyo ng pagod na pagod na yung magulang nyo sa katrabaho, sa pagluluto. Pati ba naman paglilinis ng bahay at pag-ayos ng inyong tinulugan, sila pa. Pero meron pong mga walang hiyang anak na walang pakundangan, hindi pa ginagala ang mga magulang. Tapos papunta-punta sa church. So, huwag nyo naman sasabihin na mahal na mahal yung magulang nyo. Ay, hindi naman totoo yun. Kung talagang mahal nyo ang inyong mga magulang, eh, you will seek the highest good. I-reverse po natin. 
Doon din po ang mga magulang. Kung mahal nyo ang inyong mga anak, you will seek the will of God for them. Kaya mayroong mga magulang nakikiapid, hindi malang isla aalang-alang ang uh, magiging uh, epekto nito sa kanilang mga anak. They were overcome by their lust. And then they will say, well, I love my child. No, you don't. You love him a little bit, but not that much because you committed adultery. Okay? You should have a thought about its effect on the children. Sa survey po dito sa US, karamihan po sa mga bata na nag-divorce ang kanilang mga magulang habang sila'y bata, ay iniisip po nila silang dahilan kung bakit ang kanilang mga magulang nag-divorce. Can you imagine that kind of burden that that uh, act of unbelief does to a child? And I have encountered some of those children. And believe me, it damaged them in their soul. Yung pag-ibig po na binabanggit dito ng mga manapataya is directed toward all the saints. And not just to those who looks lovable or are lovable. Kasi kung minsan namimili po tayo kung sino, sino ang ating minamahal. Uy, ito mo yung, yung babae yun, ang ganda, yung lalaki yun, ang gwapo. Tabihan natin. Yun ang mahalin natin. Tignan mo naman yung itsura ng taong yun. Oh. Gusgusin. Iwasan natin. Yung po ang uh, pag-uugali ng ibang taong hindi nakaintindi kung ano ang pagmamahal. Now, moved by their participation in the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, moved by their faith and love for all the saints, si Pablo po ay nanalangin para sa kanila, which includes the discussion of authority that Jesus delegated to us. It is safe to say then that it is extremely difficult, if not impossible, to know this kind of authority unless one is walking in the Spirit living by or living by faith or living by the faith he professes now uh mga nakaraang podcast po natin ay binanggit po natin yung living by faith so let me add a little bit here okay living by faith is living by the faith you profess halimbawa sa mong ganun well i believe that we should live holy then living by faith is living by what you believe. You will live holy. Now, if you live opposite of holiness, then you are not living by faith. Okay? If you say that, well, faith is generous. Faith gives. Living by faith means you will be generous and you will give. If you refuse to be generous and you refuse to give, then you are not living by faith. Okay? Now, Notice the items ng mga panalangin or continuous prayers of Paul for the Ephesians. That God, number one, may give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Wow! Nanawa ay uh, bigyan sila ng Panginoon ng uh, karunungan at uh, kaalaman. Iba, you will know him more. You know, the the bangit ko po ito. I think in my last uh, podcast, yung prayer ni Moses doon sa Exodus. Dahil natatandaan yun po ba yung nanggaling siya sa Mount Sinai, 
at ang mga kababayan niya ay gumawa ng ng golden calf and they worship the golden calf and says and said this is the god who brought us out of egypt nagalit po ang panginoon at nagalit si moses and moses was introduced to the way of god that he never knew before ang sabi pong ganoon ng ni moses eh, ng panginoon kay moses at sinabi ni moses sa mga tao those who are on god's side stop your sword kill your neighbors, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, those who worship the golden calf. Kill! Whoa! The Levites went to his side. And they did. And and after the Levites did that, the Lord favored the Levites and called them in the office of priesthood. Ito po yung bago kay Moses. Kaya sabi ni Moses, after that, nanalangin siya, Lord, let me know your ways. Hindi niya alam yung way na to eh. Alam niya yung way na God judge Egypt. Madaling intindihin niyo dahil kalaban ng Israel yun eh. Tsaka mga pagano yun eh. Kaya naintindihan ni Moses yun. Wow, but this is a community of faith being disciplined by God. And God said to the brothers, kill your brothers, your friends, your relatives. That is new. Now sa halip na sabihin ni Moses, hindi, hindi Panginoon to. Ang sabi ni Moses, let me know your ways, Lord. Why? When I know your ways, I will know you more. When I know you more, I will gain more of your favor. Ito po ang binabanggit ni Pablo dito na tayong mga manampalataya ngayon sa bagong tipan. Dapat po maunawaan natin ang mga kaparaan ng Panginoon. Halimbawa, yung sinasabi sa Biblia na have nothing to do with those who causes division among you. I mean, have nothing to do with those immoral people. Abay, pasabihin ng mga Kristiyano, Abe, bakit ko naman gagawin yun? Kapatid ko to tatay ko nga itong adultrer eh. Because we don't understand God's ways. Now, if you understand God's ways, then you will know Him more. Ah, kaya pala ganito. Halimbawa, sa Korinto, unang Korinto, when Paul delivered this incestuous man to the hands of Satan for the destruction of his flesh that his soul may be saved on the day of the Lord. Abay, maraming pong mga churches ngayon, walang discipline. Yung aking pong anak ay uh, nag-aral dito sa Trinity International University. At sa isa po sa mga kurso niya, ay uh, tinong daw po ng professor what they think about church discipline. I mean, almost everybody says there is church discipline, but they don't practice it. Now, my son... Uh, raise this hand and say, well, we practice this in our church because I do discipline our, uh, the church that the Lord gave me oversight over. At nagulat po yung teacher, sabi ng teacher, you know, that's the right thing to do but nobody is doing it. Okay? Well, kasi yung mga church na po, they don't understand that this is a way of God. This is one of His ways. Now, kung isa, mayroon po mga kaparaan ng Panginoon na hindi po natin maintindihan. Ito po ang nangyari kay Moses. Kaya sabi niya, God, Lord, let me understand your way. Now, the moment you understand your, His way, then you will know Him more. When that happens, He gives you favor. Now, the favor that God gave to the Levites is the priesthood. Oh, the favor that God gave to Moses after Moses understood his, this way and knew God even more. God allowed him to stand on a rock and God passed by. Okay? And said, He is compassionate and slow to anger. After God said those things, and then God covered His face, 
uh, ang akala ng ibang tao ay basta lang kinobert. Actually, God laid hands on Moses. And Moses saw the back parts of God. That was the favor he gained. Kaya tayo pong mga manampalataya, dapat uh, pag meron po tayong nabasa sa Biblia at hindi natin maintindihan, lalong-lalo na sa mga kaparaanan ng Panginoon, ay manalangin po tayo na magkaroon tayo ng understanding, that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. Why? When our eyes are enlightened, then we will know Him more. And when we know Him more, we will have more favor. And when we do that, then parents will discipline their kids. A lot of parents don't discipline their kids because they don't understand God's ways. You know, I'll tell you honestly right now, the Lord had blessed me with five kids. And they are a blessing. They are all disciplined. They are all smarter than me. And they are all blessed. They are all givers. They are all tithers. All serving God. Now, the process is, uh, is painful because I have to discipline them. And uh, it's not pleasant at all. But I understood. God gave me understanding of His ways. And so I, I got to know God more. And, and look at the favor that God has given to me. I am very blessed to have my five kids. That now, that they may know the hope of His calling. Yung pong ating mga tawag ay meron pong uh, pag-asa yan. Kung minsan po tayo, we feel very blessed today. But I'll tell you this. After we fulfill our call, there is more blessing. Natatandaan niyo po ba sa Exodus si Bezalel and Oholiab? Those who were uh, anointed by the Lord in their own crafts, that is in gold and silver and all kinds of, of uh, building abilities. Nung matapos na po yung tabernacle, the Bible says, and Moses blessed them. Now, they were already blessed in the process of building the tabernacle. After the process, after it's finished, they get more blessing. I know what they are specifically, it's not mentioned in the scriptures, but they were blessed even more. Oh, the Bible says, the sufferings of the present times is nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed to us. If you think we are blessed right now, wait till Jesus returns. We'll be even more blessed after we completed our calling. So that they may know the hope is calling. That they may know the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. Pag-aaralan po natin sa ating mga future telecast, ano, pa, ano po ba ang ating mga inheritance? That they may know the exceeding greatness of His power towards those who believe according to the workings of His mighty dunamis. Ito po yung parehong kapangyarihan na ginamit ng Panginoon para uh, buhayin muli si Kristo. Now, the second part of the last item says that the same power is what seated Jesus at His right hand in the heavenly places far above all. Now, this is authority. At alam niyo po ba sa Biblia? We are seated together with Him. You know where we are seated right now? By faith. We are seated in a place of authority. If the seat of Jesus is all authority, and we are seated with Him, then we are sitting in a place of authority. The highest authority. Therefore, this authority is delegated to us because we are with Him. Now, Jesus 
is the head of the most authoritative entity on earth, the church. The authority that gave Adam and Eve is ours. Once again, through Jesus Christ. Ito po ang nais na ipakita ni Pablo sa mga mananampalataya sa Epeso. Okay? Uh, notice the coverage of this authority. Principalities, powers, might and dominion. Every name that is named in this age and in the age to come. Now, in our next podcast, I will continue this discussion on walking in authority. But I pray right now that uh, indeed your eyes will be opened. And I encourage you before our next week's telecast, listen to this podcast over and over again. And maybe look back to some of our previous podcasts so that you will, you, you, will, you will begin to absorb this even more. And in understanding Him more, we will gain more of His favor. So God bless you. And thank you for tuning in. And let's all continue to search the scriptures, the living and energetic word of God. Again, this is your uh, host and teacher, Pastor Rosé Nacionales. God bless you and see you next time.